What's going on, everybody? Back with football today. It's been a long time. So, uh, I don't know how to get back to this, but uh, a lot of things have been going on. So, uh, just want to kick back right back into it. Um, on today's uh, episode, I want to talk about Germany. The German national team. God almighty. The German national team is, let's be frank, boring as fucking hell. This team is, this team looks like Austria. You know, conceding, we've played four games, scored seven goals, conceded six. And uh, what, we're in a, we're in a group of Spain. Ukraine, and who else is in Spain, Ukraine, Germany, and Switzerland. Switzerland and Ukraine have conceded seven, Germany six, Spain two. Germany is not Germany. Germany is Austria. There is so much wrong with this team. In my lifetime, I've seen some bad German teams, but this is up there. My dad once told me the German national team can never be bad for a long time. They figure it out. They figure it out. You don't win four World Cups and three Euro Cups for no reason. But let's let's start at... The obvious. Let's start at the obvious. So, this team lacks three players that can improve. So, basic question. When you when you do a transfer, right? When you go to the market and a team goes to the market and identifies a player, they're obviously buying that player because they think they can improve on what they have. So, Germany has... Players worldwide. Which player can I select that will be better? That will be better than what I have. German national team manager, Yogi Lo. God almighty. I don't know it's, if it's all the shit he's been sniffing out of his ass, his nose. He's got, you know, a bunch of hairy shit up his nose at this point from all the scratching this man won the world cup with muller botang and hummels starting starters they were basically one of the players one of the few players that were guaranteed starters if you're going to play a final a semi-final these players are starting this is your backbone this is the re- these three players are the backbone these three players changed. So before the World Cup, you had Muller. Muller started out 2010, South Africa, balled out. 2014, boom, won it. Muller has n- not been good at the Euros. I think he has zero goals in the Euros and he has, what, 10 goals in the World Cup. So just select him for the World Cup, I guess. But we got the Euros coming up, so there's that. 
So he doesn't have Muller, which is the glue to every team he plays. If he doesn't play, things are not great. Botang and Hummels, yeah, you could say they've lost some pace. You could say they're getting older. You could say they're injury prone now. But are Botang and Hummels better than what we put out? Is Botang and Hummels better than Ruger? Yes. Are Botang and Hummels better than Ginter? Yes. Are Botang and Hummels better than Emre Chan? Yes. Robert Koch? Yes. Jonathan Ta? Yes. So there's that. You just, just by putting these three players in, Germany will probably pick up pick up another three points. Pick up another two, three, four points. Easily. Just putting these players in. Because now you have a you have people that, you know, there might be old but they know how to defend. They've defended in their life before. Emre Chan, for example, for me, in my opinion, he is not a center back. He can play in a back three system. That's what he does in Dortmund. I don't know if Yogi loves all of a sudden deciding that I'm going to play a back three slash back five. Germany are not supposed to play back three and black five. Germany are supposed to play 4-2-3-1 in a variation with the 4-3-3. Play back four. Stop trying to get cute. Stop trying to be a smarty. We don't need smart asses. Just play a goddamn regular formation that's worked for you. We're doing science projects here. Chan is not a center back. Chan is a Chan is like Roy Keane. Right? Not as good. Dirty. Doesn't have too much technique. Doesn't have too doesn't have much flair. Scrappy player. You know, can get dirty. And you play him in the back. The guy can't run. He's decent at on the ball. He's good in the air. He talks. He's vocal. That's good. But if you're going to play Emre Chan, it's at a DM position. He is a DM. So there's Emre Chan. So why? You're fucking it up by even playing him. You're playing players that are not in their position. That's one. Rudiger. Does Rudiger start for Chelsea? He doesn't. Does Rudiger even get on the bench at Chelsea? He doesn't. Frank Lampard basically is saying Zuma, Silva, Christensen, Tamore. I prefer those those players over Rudiger. So if he can't get a game at Chelsea and he can start a game for Germany, that says a lot about Germany. A lot. Think of it as Mesut Ozil. Mesut Ozil can't get a game at Arsenal. The guy can't buy a game with all that money he makes. And Germany starts him. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Rudiger, you can select Rudiger, but he should not be starting. You might not even select Rudiger because you, you, in your head, in my head, 
you you have to select players from the country because they play together. Most most national teams they don't play in their in their country. The English play in their country. The Germans play in their country. The Italians usually play in their country, but the French French don't play in their country. Mbappe, yeah, but does Varane, Loris, Pogba, Martial, Coleman, Tolisso, Hernandez, Pavard? They don't play in France. Spanish play in France, so I guess most play in their own country. The Netherlands don't play. They had back in the day Robin, Van de Vaart, Van Persie, Huntelaar. Even now, Depay, Van Dyke, Wijnaldum, Kleissen, Van de Beek, De Jong, De Ligt. They don't play in Holland. So it's hard. You don't play with the guys in your own country. You're not teammates. But look at the German core. Kimmich, Goretzka. Sané, Gnabry, Sula, Neuer. Those are all starters. That's six players that play together. Week in, week out. They see each other in training. So the other, the other remaining players have to also, some degree, play together. Know about each other. Why is Rudiger all of a sudden playing? The guy can't get even game time. Why is Nico Schultz even selected? The guy can't. The guy doesn't even start or barely comes on. I, I don't remember the last time I saw Nico Schultz. Last time I got Nico Schultz was he was at Hoffenheim balling out under Nagelsmann. Maybe get a move. Go to Leipzig. He's not playing under Favre. Johannes Hector, you know, a hard-working player, loyal to his club, but no technique, no skills. What's this pity pick? He won one Confed Cup. Thank you for your service. Mark Uth, why are you picking Mark Uth? The guy was at Köln, now he's at Schalke. You're picking a player that plays for Köln slash Schalke. That is the same as... That is the same as well. England, there's a lot. Uh, that's like a that's like Spain picking a team from Espanol. They got relegated too, but think of it like that. That's ridiculous. Robin Koch went from what Freiburg to Leeds, so he can't he can't he can't stay in Germany. So that means. Yeah, coronavirus, you know, you got to sell some players. But the guy, obviously, is for sale. He's one of the better assets for them. And no German team went for him. He had to go to Leeds. So we're going to pick some random player, some random German player that's supposed to, you know, have some developmental skills. But have you seen his body? I'm, I'm, bigger, I'm more of a thick boy than he is. Cheese, put some muscle on, get some meat going around the bones. You're getting pushed around. Another person, Jonathan Ta. Did you see the game against Inter Milan? Lukaku bullied him. Lukaku bullied him. Inter bullied. 
interplate physical. Meanwhile, um, what's the coach of Leverkusen? He used to play for, he used to coach Ajax. I'm blanking right now. I am blanking. He lost to, uh, he lost with Ajax in the Europa League final to United. Peter Bosch. I believe he, he lost to the final against United. Peter Bosch. That guy is Pep Guardiola on steroids um, with no sleep. He can't think properly and he decides to play back three, back five, sometimes back four. High up the pitch is center backs, not physical. He's got a bunch of number 10, a bunch of small players that not physical. He had Kai Havertz at striker. What the hell are you doing? Why are you picking John Danta? There's absolutely no reason for you to pick John Danta. So Schultz, Hector, Uth, Koch, Ta. That's five players that should not be anywhere near the German national team. If their phone even rings, it's not to tell them, hey, you've been selected. It's to tell them you have not been selected. Fuck off. Serdar, another place for Schalke. Why am I even calling Schalke? If I call Schalke, you need, you need to pay for my time. You conceded eight goals on the first day of the league to Bayern Munich. That's the team we're picking. What, what, what's their, what's their, what we've been, what, three, four games? They have 15 goals conceded already. 15. That's, that's like four or five a game. I don't let that many goals in on FIFA. These teams are letting goals in like a BOGO sale. Buy one, get one free. Jonathan Ta, weak. Plays for Leverkusen. Not great because you're, your manager is Peter Bosch, and it's not Leverkusen, it's Neverkusen, because they'll never win shit with that type of management. So he, if he wants to get somewhere in his life, he needs to move. Move somewhere else. Put some muscle on, but you need to move. You need a better coach. You know, coach is going to be tough on you. It's good playing out the back. It's good, but you need to know how to defend also. Jerome Podang played out the back with Pep Gordiabili. He knew how to defend. Draxler. Draxler must have Yogi Lowe's nudes because this is ridiculous. He is not a bad player, but does he start for PSG? Yeah, you can make the argument there's Neymar, there's Icardi, there's Di Maria, there's Baratti, there's Mbappe, but I don't care. Why do you go to PSG then? Why do you, why'd you stay at PSG? You were, Draxler was one of the players, God knows, back in, I don't know, Maybe seven years ago, something like that, where I thought this player is gonna be insane. Insane. But where'd he go? He went to he moved from Schalke. I forgot where he went, but I know he played for Le uh, for Wolfsburg. I think he went from Schalke to Wolfsburg and Wolfsburg to PSG. That was ultimate fail going to Wolfsburg. You went from Schalke to Wolfsburg. Historically, you went down. Maybe table-wise, you stayed the same. Maybe went up a little. Okay, fine, whatever. But you should not be going to Schalke. You should maybe be going to Bayern. You should be going to um, Dortmund. You went to Wolfsburg. And then from Wolfsburg, you decide, let me go and play in France. Where it's easier... But it's different ball game. It's a different game in France. 
Why'd you, why, why would you do that? Go play for Chelsea. Go play for Arsenal. Go play for Dortmund, Byron. Go play for Real Madrid. Go play for a team like that. What the hell are you doing? The guy was one of the young, hot prospects from the 2014 World Cup winning side. He would come off the bench, not a lot, but he would be one of the players that you know Lowe would select to come off the bench. He came off the bench in, uh, in the semifinal against Brazil. However, however long it was, the fact that he's even came up, came out ahead of veteran players shows that okay, this guy's got something. It's giving some, you know, it's giving some dirty, dirty time. But Traxler starting, yeah, I could see if he was your rotation, but he should not be starting. No chance. You should select Draxler. You should select Draxler for sure. Well, the quality's not there either. There's also that. Tony Cruz. Tony Cruz has said, um, Tony Cruz said the Euro 2020 or 2021 now will be his last. Tony Cruz is class, class player. But there's a big problem with Tony Cruz. Tony Cruz is what, 30, 31, but plays probably like a 40, 42-year-old. Zlatan is 37 and runs faster around the pitch. Zlatan is also 6'2". Tony Cruz is like 5'11". Tony Cruz is too slow. That's why in four games he's picked up two yellow cards. Because he's got to do those tactical fouls. Because he can't get to the ball. He can't position himself because he doesn't have the legs. So if you're going to start Tony Cruz, you got to play him at DM. And you got to put a three-man rotation with... Uh, with uh, not a three man, you gotta put a three man midfield if you're going to play Tony Cruz. Tony Cruz in a double pivot or in a two man midfield with either Kimmich, Goretzka, whoever you want to put next to him. You could put freaking Zidane or Jesus next to him. Tony Cruz is still gonna fuck up because he's too slow. We're not saying he's a bad player. On the ball, brilliant. But if he gets pressed, he might make a mistake. If he if he's, if Germany is transitioning, he's not gonna be fast enough. So if you play Tony Cruz, three-man midfield. If Tony Cruz doesn't start, two-man midfield. Tony Cruz, Emre Can, in my opinion, like-for-like like changes. Both DM. Put Kimmich a little in front of them. Put Kimmich as a, another ball-playing midfielder. A person that can get forward, box-to-box. Box. We know Kimmich. He can, he can drive forward. He can deliver a cross into the box, just like how he did in the final against PSG. He can he can help out on defending. He can you know help prevent uh, transitions. He's good on the ball. He's smart. But if you want to play a two-man midfield, Kimmich Goretzka works for Bayern. Don't change it. It'll work for Germany also. But you've got to have the right pieces around them. So Tony Cruz and Emre Can, for me, in my personal opinion, like for like DM, both should not be starting. Chan is not a center back. Tony Cruz can't play in a two-man midfield because he's too slow. The game has evolved. We're not tiki-taka anymore. Look at Bayern. Look at Liverpool. It's all about movement, covering ground. Tony Cruz cannot do that. Hoffman. Are you kidding me? Yogi Lowe selected Hoffman. I'm not going to even touch on it. It's disrespectful. Newhouse. Okay, you could say that, you know, he's... A manager is entitled to maybe one or two picks of young players that he thinks 
I'm going to give them a chance. Okay, fine. The guy is 23, probably, I think 23 or 24. He's young. He's He's 23, but he doesn't have that experience in the in the league. He doesn't. He doesn't. It seems like he's 18 still, 20 still. He needs development. He needs to move. He needs to get a better coach. He needs to play Europa League, Champions League. He needs to play against tougher opposition. He needs to get better. He doesn't have that. What is going to be Draxler 2.0? Walsh, uh, Walsh Smith moved from what Freiburg to Benfica. So he had to go from Germany. To Portu- Portugal. Again, yes, I know Freiburg had to sell, but you had to go from Germany to Portugal to Benfica. Obviously, Benfica, bigger team, you know, they're going to play Champions League, they're going to play Europa League. I get that. But he didn't go from Freiburg to Leipzig, he didn't go from Freiburg to um, Everton. He went from Freiburg to Portugal, Benfica. That's a step down in your career. So we've covered the players that Lowe is selecting. Don't understand it. Schultz, Hector, Uth, Koch, Sedar, Ta, um, Hoffman, Newhouse, Walsmith. All these are questionable. Questionable, questionable selections. So, let's start with the squad. The games that have been playing and who's been playing and what's happening. So, the attack is okay. The attack could be better, but that it's contingent on the defenders and the defense system. So, if the defenders and everybody were more stable, the attackers would get better chances. They probably wouldn't have to be tracking back more often. Possession would be higher. Pass accuracies would be higher. All that good stuff. Shots conceded would be lower. We'll run into that. But let's go through the squad and the back line. Neuer, no question, right? We're going to, we're going with the back three or back five. Don't agree with that. Got to always go with the back four. Don't change something that you don't need to change. You're fucking up the whole thing. I told you to make, it's like I told you to make pasta. All of a sudden, you have lasagna. Cool. We're in the same bracket, but completely different thing. I don't need you to play three at the back, five in the back. Just play four in the back. I told you I want pasta, Alfredo sauce. You're making lasagna, marinara sauce. What the hell are you doing? So he's playing Rudiger, sometimes starts him, sometimes not. Sometimes starts Ginter. Ginter? Ginter, maybe you can select him, you know, oh, you can play right back, you can play center back. You, know, you can bring something. The players know him. Okay. Just go to left back and right back. Left back, we have Halstenberg and Gosens. Gosens plays for Atalanta. Very Cinderella story. Like uh, last year in the Champions League, he's, last year I think he scored nine goals for Atalanta. Okay, he's very tough. He plays in Italy. He, he can get down the flank just like Halstenberg. But both of them, eh, it's like, Okay, they're good, but they're okay. So one fullback position is eh. The other side is Kira from PSG, which, again, P- uh, Tuchel plays in the back three, back five also. I don't get it. 
Klosterman also sometimes plays in the back three by five. Halstenberg in the, on the left side also plays sometimes center back next to Upamakano at Leipzig. I don't know what the hell is going on. People are losing their damn mind. So left back and right back are not the greatest. Also, I am not in favor of Kimmich at right back because Kimmich at center back is important. Yeah, if you play Kimmich at right back, you can bring and introduce new players in to the starting lineup. But let's have depth. Let's have depth. If you want to go far in a tournament, you need depth to bring players on, to change, to make some substitution. You're going to play, sometimes be playing every three games. There might be an injury. Plus, no one wants to play as right back. No one wants to play as left back. No one wants to run up and down, up and down, up and down. They're not 18. <coughs> Excuse me. So, left back, right back, not the best situation. Starting lineup, as far as up top, Werner, okay. Werner's good, pace, but once you play against a team like Ukraine, Switzerland, um, on other teams, you know, teams that are not as powerful, they're going to, you know, defend deep. Werner becomes useless sometimes. A player that's, what, 5'10", not strong, not good in the air, not tough, not aggressive, barely going to give the center backs anything to deal with. Plus, if you cross the ball, how the hell is he going to be anyone that's 6'3"? Anybody that's even remotely 3 inches taller than him. So there's that issue. Havertz. He's been doing, yeah, well, sometimes, I mean, people are saying well, but I think he's been doing okay, even with the goal contributions. You know, just because you scored a goal doesn't mean you had a good game. But he's been doing okay, but he's also young. He's 20 years old. You don't need to throw him in and go crazy. You know, you don't, you don't just get the meat out of the packaging and start cooking it. No, you got to marinate it, put some salt some pepper, put some seasoning, maybe throw in some rosemary, some oregano. You know, you got to you gotta treat it. Wait, low? No, you're just getting out of the package and slapping it on the pan and let's start cooking. Dog, chill. Ease him into it. Slowly. The guy's burned out. Same with Chelsea. He's playing all game, every game, starting, cup game, Champions League. Guy needs to chill. He needs to take a break. So, the wingers then have Gnabry, Sané. Don't have any more wingers. True out-and-out, 1v1 winger. So, Sané and Gnabry are like, there's a lot riding for them. They got to play. They got to start. Sané is obviously injured. Gnabry has an address, looking rusty. He scored a hat-trick on his first day uh, for Byron, but... First game of the year, of course, against Schalke. He scored a hat-trick, and Sané was good too, but these guys, chill. Sané also came back from injury, just like Sula, which I think is a guaranteed starter. But, you know, chill. Sometimes you need to have some backups. That's where, you know, Muller and uh, Botang, excuse me, Botang and Hummels come in. Now you have three solid defenders that play in Germany. The other one you can pick up, you know, Rudiger or... Uh, a Ginter, whatever the case may be. So, 
in 2020, in 2020, Bayern had, uh, Bayern, uh, Germany had played four games, one win, three draws, zero losses. The only positive about Germany this year is that they have lost nothing. And they've lost, I think, I think they've lost the past seven games. It's just been a lot of draws. But we need to look at some statistics to understand, wow, Germany is doing that. Germany has, just as I said before, we played four games and scored seven goals. That's okay. It's not bad. That's not even an average of two goals a game. So it's okay. If you have good defending, maybe you can scrap a 1-0, 2-0, stuff like that. But defending? Germany don't defend. They don't even fend. They don't even D. They don't do nothing. They're just there. So let's put it into context. Germany conceded 13 and a half shots a game in the United Nations League. United Nations, United Nations League, sorry, not United Nations, Nations League. They conceded 13.5 shots a game. That's a lot. Because if you think about it, 13.5 uh, shots, you're thinking about, okay, well, um, let's see if, that, if there's like four or five shots on target. That could potentially be in two, three goals. Considering that maybe Neuer blocks it or uh, the player just missed it, but it was on target. There was a deflection, there was a block, I don't know, whatever the case may be. You know, but 13 and a half shots on, per game is a lot. Then if you look at the opposite side of the field, Germany have 14 and four, uh, 15 shots per game. 15 shots a game. You're like, okay, 15 attempts. You're looking at maybe seven on target, maybe two, three goals. That's that's where you're supposed to be looking at. Or maybe you have 15 shots and, you know, five on target. You're looking at two, three goals. Okay, you can see that. I haven't been seeing that. Germany having four, 15 shots a game is also low, in my opinion. Why do I say that? Germany should be having easily more shots than anybody in their group. You could put anybody in the group. Germany should be up there. Spain is averaging 18 shots a game. Spain. Spain. Spain is a cruise ship moving slow, sluggish, slow. It's like a turtle. I'm listening to like wellness music. Spain has more shots on target. Why? They might have slow play. They might be... No movement. They might have no pace. Yeah, you could say they have some pace now with Ansu Fati and Adam Traore, maybe Fernand Torres. Fine, whatever. But that's not the reason. The reason is they have more shots is because their defense is so good that the attackers don't have to track back. They don't concede a corner from. They don't let uh, transition uh, uh, the team to break the transition, to break the press. They either foul, they recover the ball, they make good tackles, they intercept, which recycles the play and creates, it could create more shot opportunities. You have to build up, create more shot partners. But if your defense is bad, if you're having trouble dealing with issues, then you're going to lose some shots per game. And that's what's ha happening to Germany. Possession, averaging 55% of the ball. 
you would say, okay, that's not really bad. 55, giving up 45. Mm. But again, Germany should be having higher. It should be having in the 60s, 60 to 65. Spain is having that. Conceding six and four games. Six and four games. Spain has conceded two and four games. Ukraine and Switzerland have conceded seven in four games. So Germany is just a tad bit better than Switzerland and Ukraine. Let's talk about the four games, though. But let's not talk about all of them. There's been a lot of draws, late goals, going up to zero, giving it all apart, getting, scoring another one to take the lead, and you think, okay, well, okay, they just get out of here with three points. Nope. Equal, equalizer comes again. Oh, shit. How many times has that, has that happened? But let's look at the two games against Switzerland because Switzerland have two points. And they got they picked up two points, two draws against Germany of all teams. So both the draws for Switzerland came for Germany. In both games combined, the Switzerland have gone 33 shots on Germany, 14 on target. In two games, in two games, Switzerland, Switzerland, 33 shots, 14 on target for Switzerland against the Germans in two games. An aggregate, we've conceded for Germany and we've uh, scored for, hence the two drops. That is ridiculous. There, I remember a time where if Germany played Austria, Switzerland, um, you know, like a Finland and Ireland. What else? What else teams? A Denmark, a Scotland, Ukraine. Teams like that. In my head, I was like, okay, well, I'm excited for the game, uh, expecting nothing but uh, nothing but three points, and maybe like three one, four one, four zero. You know, there would be games where we four zero, seven zero. Kose would come off, Kose would score, Goetze, Ozil, Schweinsteiger. God almighty, those days, I would relish those days now. But those days are gone. But Switzerland now giving Germany some afterthought, picking up two points from Germany, scoring four goals against Germany in two games. Four goals. Average of two goals a game. That means two goals Switzerland have been scoring on Germany. That means Germany have to score three. Usually, if you score two, you can be like, okay, let's let's close down the game, slow it down, game management, and if Switzerland come at us, we can we can suppress it and we can counter and we can hit them back, give them some issues. But no, Switzerland is a uh, Making Germany look like Austria. It's Switzerland versus Austria. It's not it's not Germany versus Switzerland. It's Switzerland versus Austria. I, I anytime soon I'll see Alaba on the field. So let's that's been pissing me off, but let's close it out. I wanna give you my final thoughts about this. Because it's 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 really annoying. I don't think Germany I mean, the manager can go. The manager might be outdated. It, he's expired. His time has run out. Okay, fine. 
But either Yogi Lowe has to change the system from a back three, back five to four at the back. He has to recruit and select better, uh, players better. And also, you know, the DFB also has to, you know, recruit better players, you know, from these 15, 16, 17, these 10-year-olds, these, all these players, they need to do better. Selecting these players, growing these players. Look at France. France have, like, six center backs that can start, uh, that can start for them. Pretty good center backs, Opomacano, uh, Lengle, Baron, Conote, there's even Rami. There's so many, I can't even name them, but Antiti. You know, these players, obviously, they have some ups and downs, but look at those names. What's the difference between uh, Botang and Hummels? They're old. They've, they're also nearing their expiration. But for Yogi Lo to tell, yo, Muller, Botang, Hummels, you basically fuck off. You've already made a bad decision. You could have not just said that and keep your options open. And if the time comes, you can say, damn, I need you for me. You need me. I need you. But you burned that bridge. We passed that. So the only way, in my opinion, Muller, Boateng, Hummels go back and play is if the coach gets sacked. Yogi Lowe gets sacked. And there's only one way he'll get sacked. The Euros. I am scared of the Euros. Usually when it comes to international tournaments, I am excited because I think at least we'll get quarterfinals. At least. And you never know what happens. Maybe you get an easy point. Boom, you're in the semifinal. Okay, two games. Two games. But in my opinion, how the form is going, obviously the Euros are next year. But just on the form. I know, what, next month in November, we got, what, one month of football. And then uh, thinking, yeah, in November, Germany have to play Ukraine and Spain. So two more games this year. But based on the last four games, and even the last seven, eight games, there have been a lot of draws. No losses, yes, but just just poor, poor play. The creativity is not there. The game is so boring. The, the, the system is wrong. The players are in the wrong position. So in my opinion, if this continues, I think, you know, we'll be lucky. We'll be lucky to get out of the group. Lucky. I'm I'm thinking just a group exit again, and it's going to be embarrassing. But my opinion, he's got to switch to a back four. I think the day of Botang Hummels and uh, Muller coming are done. So DFB are also looking bad. I would sack. Any other country would sack. This is not acceptable. Sack him. But if if I was the manager, get Muller, Botang back. They are needed. Because the future sucks for Germany. There's nobody coming through. The players you have right now, the six players at Bayern, not everybody, but they're in their prime. They're entering their prime or they're in their prime. So you got to use them wisely. You're destroying Kimmich's and Goretzka's and Sula and Gnabry. And these players are getting destroyed. Their international clear is getting destroyed. So Germany, wake the fuck up. Sack 
that sniffer. Enough is enough. We already got kicked out of the group in the World Cup 2018. That was shambolic. And you gave him another chance. Most countries would have sacked. Spain sacked. Uh, what did Spain sack? Lopetegui? Just before the tournament started? Or just during? I know he got sacked just in the cusp of it. Because, you know, snappy, snappy, you gotta be snappy. Germany going to act because if another poor, poor tournament is upon us, then Germany are just, you know, the gap between Germany and England and France and uh, even Italy, it's, 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 it's widening. Look at England. They have like so many players, whether you think they suck, they're good. They have a lot of quality players that in your mind, you're thinking, Okay, well, England, I expect at least quarterfinals, possibly even semifinals, because on paper, they look great. Now, on, on the field, that's different. But you still expect, hey, they're going to get out of the group. They should win their first game. Same with Spain. Same with Holland. Same with Portugal. Look at the Portugal team. It's insane. They, they can repeat. Look at Italy. Italy is not bad. Italy is not bad. England, Spain, Holland. These are these are good teams. France. So at the end of the day, the future is not looking bright at all. Well, obviously it's not looking bright because Yogi Lo has his hands in his pocket and it's definitely dark down there. So everybody needs to understand we are shit. If you support Germany, don't turn it on. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your time. Go out with your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your fiance, your boyfriend. Go out with your dog. I don't care. Just don't turn on the TV and watch Germany. It's shambolic. We got to play Ukraine and Germany in a month. I'd rather play with myself. At this rate. That's that's more exciting. Germany needs to get shit straight. Because this is just ridiculous. You know. But at the end of that. It is also at the end of this podcast. Thank you guys. Subscribe. Do your thing. Uh, you got any questions. Comments. Concerns. You know where to find me. Peace.